You're listening to The Kerry Hurling Show with me, Aidan Nighy. On the show today, we reflect on Kerry versus Limerick. We'll hear from John Coyley after that game. And I got to sit down with new Kerry captain Gavin Dooley also on Sunday. Had a really good chat with him about taking on that role and the season ahead. A slightly shorter one today, but hopefully an enjoyable one. This is episode three of the Kerry Hurling Show. Very welcome to the Kerry Hurling Show. I'm Aidan Leahy. Thanks as ever for joining us. Don't forget our email is kerryhurlingshow at gmail.com. That's kerryhurlingshow, all one word, and lowercase at gmail.com. Don't forget also to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you have those apps, it's by far the easiest way to listen. And new episodes will pop up in your feed if you're subscribing and following. SoundCloud is also a good alternative. I'll have the links uh, in the social media posts to SoundCloud. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and like and share and comment and all that good stuff as well. Right, uh, Sunday saw the All-Ireland Champions coming to Tralee to face Kerry. Now it wasn't the sort of game we saw when Cork came on the 5th of January. Um, There was maybe more structure to that Cork game. Uh, The last day I suppose it being sort of a dead rubber really in terms of the competition maybe led to I suppose maybe just a more kind of broken up game you know it wasn't uh, it wasn't as free flowing let's say as the first day but it was still a good test for Kerry and I'm sure they still learned plenty from it Um, and there was still some you know there was a lot of good physicality in it and uh, a lot of players got a run uh, so that was all positive obviously the scoreline was uh, pretty big in the end 25 points to 9 the the final score Um, for those points of the 9 were were frees from Shane Conway Um, if not maybe 5 even actually 2 points from Phnom Akasi and Owen Ross uh in midfield respectively uh, which I suppose was a positive for now Maxi but over an absolute screamer of a point in the second half as well after taking a few belts and uh, landing it over from the sideline which was uh, probably one of the more uh, positive moments uh, from a Kerry point of view one big negative in the first half was Jordan Conway pulling up injured and going off I happened to be in the Mitchell's end in the first half and he went down right in front of us and now whether it was you know maybe the experience from Jordan of having had those injuries before uh, just putting his hand up signalling to the bench straight away to come off just in case it it got worse or whether it was as bad as you know having to go off straight away um, I, I don't know and I suppose only time will tell from that point of view but you know with Gavin Dooley um, missing the first two league games at least I think Jordan Conway also missing now. It's a big blow in the forward line, you know, and Jordan proved his worth as well last year in the Joe McDonough, you know, when he came back and the scores he's able to get. It's uh, it's invaluable to have forwards like that. So hopefully it's, it's not too long term because he's going to be an important player for the kingdom going into 
a really tough league campaign where we're all expecting them to to go and win it and they're expecting themselves to go and win it as well uh, so hopefully it's it's not too bad and he can be back on the pitch sooner rather than later um, elsewhere really positive signs were I thought Keith Carmody was really good um, and like that phenomenal uh, it was good to see Owen, Owen Ross back in a Kerry jersey as well um, Dan Goggin really st- uh, stood out to me as somebody who just pro- probably had one of the best work ethics on the pitch um, he did an immense ru- amount of running around and uh, trying to get involved in the game and, and trying to get on the ball as well it's, it's easy against a team like Limerick especially for a forward especially like Dan who uh, is is you know a smaller player up against the likes of Dan Marcy there in the first half but he's still short for the ball still wanted to get on the ball which says a lot about him a lot of players could go missing in games like that and not really want to get involved in, in the physical stuff but he didn't shirk that at all which is really positive um, so look, uh, look time will tell when it comes to Derry away on the 4th of February uh, in the first league game you know how things have, have come together but from the experience they've gained now against Limerick and Cork I expect them to go into that game and you know be full of confidence go and dictate the terms of the game to Derry um, dominate the ball and and ultimately win uh, so that look you hope that's going to happen you can never tell on the day and also it's a long trip a long journey it's a difficult start um, but hopefully with the experience that uh, Stephen Lumphy and his backroom team have known second year of the job with this group of players uh, hopefully they'll be able to go do the business on the 4th of February uh, Limerick were as good as they needed to be um, Pat Ryan was back in the starting lineup. I actually thought he was marshalled pretty well he didn't really influence the game that much um, but they showed they have some seriously you know impactful players young players coming in and off the bench and um, obviously two Monlene guys coming back after winning Global Ireland's um, Dan Marcy was starting Colin Coughlin whose first name I butchered while talking to John Kiley which you'll hear in uh, from just a second came on and scored four points from virtually the same spot nearly underneath the stand inside his own half well inside his own half in the second half um, a guy, I think he's only 20 years of age just about on the dot like seriously just the, the young talent they have is is frightening enough and like if you started listing off the players that weren't even there on Sunday I mean we'd be here for another hour but the likes of David Reedy you know was maybe the he would have been the guy they would look to uh, you know the last day to grab the scores and he did that he he impacted the game pretty well um, so overall I think uh, Kylie would be uh happy enough with with the test they got considering um, and uh, look I'm sure those managers are happy like I find it very strange with the, the situation in the Auburn Cup like giving up games giving up good competitive games you know uh, good tests before the league and just not even playing them I really don't understand it and look I'm sure Kerry wanted to play this game a lot more than Limerick did because it was more important a test for Kerry going into the league than Limerick but I think you just can't pass up the opportunity to play these games and uh, it's been a really good tournament for Kerry now two tests against two Lee McCarthy contenders next uh, this year um, I think is, is really positive and like the amount that, that that all especially the young guys like Ronan Walsh made his uh, senior debut um, Phelan O'Sullivan as well 
but uh, two debutants, you know, and um, the likes of Kyle O'Connor playing his second game only as well. Uh, Tyke Brick starting uh, at cornerback, Trilly Parnell's man did very well, I thought. Um, and he pretty much was kind of dragged everywhere. Uh, the man he was marking was, was roaming, uh, so he, he did quite well and uh, had to cover a lot of ground and uh, was fairly effective. So overall, I think it was uh, a good old test and uh, one that they're, you know, you just can't really replicate that in training. So I think that's the most important thing. Uh, right, let's hear now from John Kiley after the game. Uh, he, first of all, was uh, speaking to Sporting Limerick and then I jump in with a few questions at the end. Join now by Limerick manager John Kiley. John, your thoughts after that big victory over Kerry? Um, listen, we to be fair, we worked really, really hard. Um, created a lot of scoring opportunities. Did a bit better this week, I suppose, in terms of... Um, Efficiency, really, wise, you know, in terms of get, when we got the ball into the opposition half, we were more accurate in our shooting. Um, it was a tough physical battle, in fairness, you know, the, the conditions were a bit sticky, particularly in the first half, and you know, both sides got involved in quite a few, you know, rocks with the ball and stuff. So, listen, overall, another day out, second day, and um, you know, we've a good bit of work done. We haven't picked up too many knocks, so you know, happy enough. If you use the Munster League this year, again, like you did last year as well, to blood a lot of young fellas, not so many young fellas in, in, a, in a sense, but a lot of new lads. Have you been overall, overall pleased with it? Yeah, listen, it's been very good overall. last two weeks in terms of our work, you know, we've had lads training in the morning, fellas playing in the afternoon, getting a bit of game time into guys, getting a bit of experience into them. You know, they have a long road to go, and they know that as well. Um, so, listen, every day is, a, is a, another notch, if you like, and uh, another opportunity for them and to gain that bit of experience. So two lads from Monoline making their Limerick debuts today. It's been impressive them throughout the year, but just a word on that all earned final victory last weekend. Yeah, no, listen, we were thrilled to see the run that they went on. Uh, they really grew throughout the campaign and you know, to see them win in Crow Park is always, you know, hugely satisfying from any Limerick person's perspective to see any club from Limerick to win up there. And uh, the manner that they did it then as well, you know, was all very admir- admirable as well. So delighted for them and uh, yeah, hopefully we can try and get a bit more out of them now after this. Mentioned last week that Keane was back to full fitness. Is he ready for two weeks' time? Started league. Uh, we're not even near considering, you know, a team for for next Sunday week. You know, we've still quite a lot of work to do in the next ten days. So, you know, we just hope that everybody keeps on the trajectory they're on at the moment. It's a good one, uh, but we'll have to wait another uh, ten days before we'll be in that that space. I suppose uh, just a substitute that came on, he wasn't named on the programme, uh, Cahill, uh, Coughlin, was it? Coughlin, Coughlin, yeah, sorry, and uh, came on and scored four unbelievably uh, brilliant points from, from distance as well. And it's something that I suppose is a, a massive trait with, with guys in the back line for either are able to get scores from deep, but to come on at such a young age as well and just seem to fit in so seamlessly, obviously it's a sign of that uh, kind of rhythm that you're in as a squad. I think, you know, Colin, that's really what is one of his fortes, you know, when he does get the ball, he, he does attack the opposition half and he has got the distance in his strike, he's a good consistent striker of the ball and uh, yeah, it was nice to see him coming on today and making such an impact. I know you don't really like talking too much about the opposition but I suppose from our point of view here in Kerry um, and you would have seen us play last year as well in uh, in the Gaelic grounds in this competition, what aspects do you think have improved from looking on as an opposition manager uh, and the, the development Kerry have, have done under uh, the 
the management of, of Stephen Malumphy, what sort of aspects do you think have really come on in those 12 months since you've seen us last? Yeah, well, they worked extremely hard today. You know, They made it really difficult for our lads when you run the ball. You knew you were going to be put in a position where there was going to be contact put on you straight away. And you know it was contact with numbers, so it wasn't just one guy putting the tackle in. It was you know several guys coming in with the tackle. So you know that was one aspect of it. And I think uh, you know they're just a bit more sophisticated too. You know the puckouts are you know going short and trying to work it through the lines. Uh, you know they were trying to trying to do all the things they were trying to do ourselves really. You know and uh, but at the end of the day, for me, our focus is very much on our own team and how we are performing. Uh, there was lots of positives there today, but then again, we would we would say there's lots of things that we wouldn't have been uh, altogether happy with either and that we're going to have to go back and work on now this week in train. I suppose also then just it must have been kind of an enjoyable trip to come down here as All-Ireland champions now and to draw a nice big crowd in here in Chile as well and plenty of young guys you know plenty of young Kerry people coming here to see the All-Ireland champions with Hurleys in their hands as well like it must be nice to see from uh, a Limerick point of view Absolutely 100% and you know a good few of our own supporters travelled down as well which we're always glad to see as well so uh, yeah we're going to need them on the journey we're going to go on hopefully over the next number of weeks and months and uh, we look forward to uh, our first game in Cork now in two weeks time that's where our focus is going to shift now over the next two weeks Yeah interesting to hear uh, John's thoughts on Kerry and their development and uh compared to where Kerry were last year when they played Limerick as well. Yeah, it was, was good to speak to him. Didn't get to chat to Stephen Malumphy just with the way things fell after the game. Just uh, just got caught out and uh, didn't get a chance to speak to him. Interesting with John Kiley there, we had to wait for him for a bit because he was he st- stayed on the pitch watching the guys do the extra running at the end. Um, which, you know, it's a common sight now seeing that, that group of players doing the extra running. I'm not sure what... Uh, amount of minutes you have to do to not have to do that running is it maybe a third of the game or something like that I'm not sure but there was maybe eight or nine guys doing that running up and down the pitch and it was the same in Cork as well I heard in, in Parky Rin last week or the week before that he stayed out on the pitch and watched him and it just shows two things it shows John Kiley's attention to detail to stay out there watching those guys do that running whereas a lot of managers might just leave that to the strength and conditioning coach you know uh, to take them through their paces but John Kiley is there he's analysing them doing that running and also if you're one of those players particularly a younger player who's trying to just make the squad and you see John Kiley standing there while you're doing that and putting that effort in you're going to try a lot harder and it's going to mean a lot more to you and it shows that you're valued you know, and by John Kiley as well. It's like it's like it's like if Sir Alex Ferguson stood there watching, uh, you know, young players back in you know the the noughties playing for Manchester United, um, put in extra yards at the end. And if if he was there watching you, you, you know, you feel valued. And John Kiley, I imagine, is held in such regard by those players as well. Like he's showing them respect, which I th- I th- I just think it's a measure of man. You know, I think it's really good management. Um, he is definitely one of the best um, coaches, managers that Ireland has produced in a sporting context. You know, like obviously he doesn't have anywhere near the longevity that Brian Cody has had, but he's certainly up there in terms of that echelon as really top, top GA managers. And obviously when you win three All-Irelands in a row, like of course you're going to be held in that regard he's the modern equivalents are the likes of Jack O'Connor and obviously uh, Jim Gavin um, obviously as well would probably be the standout from the last 10-15 years you know obviously um, 
but yeah it just shows the, the that kind of level of detail that that goes into it from a limerick point of view now so gavin dooley of causeway will lead Kerry into battle this year hopefully he returns from injury sooner rather than later to do so. Um, as I said, I think it looks like he'll miss the first two league games, unfortunately. Um, probably a bit strange for both of us, really, the last day uh, interviewing him because um, I suppose Bar the, the Clubcast I did for Abidorney Facebook page there a couple of years ago. It's not often I interview people that I know, you know, and uh, obviously went to school with as well, but uh, it was a bit of crack and... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't resist mentioning a certain under-14 game that, on upon reflection, depressingly, is 11 years ago. Time waits for no one, as they say. Here is 2023 Kerry captain Gavin Dooley. Gavin, I suppose, first of all, congratulations on being named as uh, as, as Kerry captain for the year. When do you find out you're going to be uh, taking on the role? Uh, thanks, anyway. But um, it was, I suppose, it was back around December, maybe, I think. I just remember I got a phone call off, uh, we were training one night, I came out with a load of missed calls and they are all off Stephen Goggin. And yeah, it was just a chat, he said, look, are you interested? I said, John, I asked a few questions, but I said, it's not you can turn down really, like you were never going to say no to it. So yeah, that was, I suppose, early, you know, Dece early December, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it's a great honour, I suppose, you know, obviously, um, we still have the tradition here in Kerry that the uh, county champions, uh, a player from from whoever the team that won the county champions is the captain. So I'm sure you knew you were going to be in the shortlist anyway. And, uh, <laughs> it's uh, still nice, I suppose, when you do actually uh, get given that that role to take on, even at, at a young age. Like yeah, look, it's an absolute privilege, right? You know, I suppose I know. I think it was only myself and Colin Hartley that were in last year, so I suppose I had an idea that it could have been me. But yeah, you know, that's something you really think of. You know, I I'd never really thought, oh, there's a good chance I'd be captain here. It was only kind of when I got the phone call, I was kind of like. Jesus, yeah, it is maybe happening. So, yeah, to look, it's just a massive honour and a privilege, really. So, that's it. You're going to laugh uh, <laughs> when I say this to you, but uh, 2012, under 14, not very funny, right? Pretty sure you were cornerback. I was cornerback, and that, that ball did not cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Bart's going to love this, bro. Uh, yeah, I have to say, like, I didn't peg you for a Kerry captain that day. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's the only thing I've ever achieved on the pitch. So, uh, but uh, you know, I suppose when you when you look back on your on your, uh, your underage career and all of that, and you're still here playing with Evan, like, and to be you know on the same team kind of all the ways up as well, like that is kind of stuff where you know it's it's cliche, but it is kind of the stuff that you 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 dream about when you're younger, like playing with your club mates in a Kerry jersey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I suppose. Look, come where I was from, I was on yeah, all car back back in the day, and then slowly working my way up the field. I think actually, I think I just got thrown in full back after that. <laughs> but um, I was thrown out centre back then, my own age group. And but look, obviously, Dan being my age as well, Joe hurling with him all the way. Evan, he was just one above me. And like I said, Jason and Brandon there as well, Joe. Like we're all we won twenty ones together and all that crack. So, tis, tis nice. Like yeah, Joe. It's uh, <laughs> it's something you look back on in the future and say, geez, it was nice to be hurled with the boys that you grew up all along with, you know. Yeah, it's good. Like, actually, I forgot about Danny. He had a very good game here today. You know, ran himself ragged here against yeah. Limerick, and it's nice seeing him back in the Kerry jersey as well because he, I suppose, he was in for a good few years, a couple of years ago, and maybe it took a couple of years out of it. So it's good to see him back now, starting for Kerry as well. It is great. Yeah, sure. He was going all year round there to the Gale footballer as well. So um, he just kind of took a break from it. But look, it is great to see him back in Johnny's hurling well. In fairness to him, getting on ball and all that crack and working himself into the ground. So yeah, he's making good strides. 
Do you talk about um, the differences in Intercounty now with your dad compared to when, when he was in the team? Obviously, I suppose the technology aspect is probably the biggest difference now. You know, you can look at highlights on your phone yeah. of, of your last match, but do you ever kind of chat about the differences compared to when he was there playing with Kerry and compared to now? Um, I suppose we don't really talk about hurling too often, like, but then maybe after a few points we get chatting in. But... Um, Tis more we don't really talk about differences on the field and stuff like that. Maybe a few fights that he was in, but um, tis more kind of stuff they used to get with back in the day with management and all that. Where they go drinking points for nights before games and all that crack and not being said. So tis we never really talk too much about what be going on in the field and stuff like that. To be honest, yeah, lifestyle wise, I suppose it is. There's a big difference now. Yeah, um, you picked up a knock against Cork, obviously, but it's still a game. I imagine you learned a lot while playing. Um, it's important to, to test yourself against those guys and obviously then again for the lads out there today which I'm sure you would love to have been out there today playing against the Ireland champions yeah this is, uh, this is gotten alright missing the game today now but um, John, it is, you learn massive things from them John. like playing Limerick there today like we were John, maybe a bit sloppy ball to hand and just not getting down over the ball whereas they I don't think they missed a trick like they, everything they did was sharp 100% and like you can say that's a weakened Limerick side or whatever but John, they're still boys that are training with the fellas who are winning all Ireland's last 4 or 5 years so like they're no they're no walk in the park like they're going to put it up to you so we can learn massive things off them and even that Cork side as well they had numerous players that played in the all Ireland final so look you know, it is great to get the games against them big dogs, I suppose you could call them, because you're going to learn hundreds of things off from a game. Yeah, like the Cork team was very strong tonight here, and obviously then Mark Keane was playing wing back. He's going to be going to Australia yeah. earning a pro contract, you know. So, like, that was a really good test, and it was a great game as well. And I think he showed how far you've come physically as, as a squad as well. Yeah, the, so I suppose strength and condition is a big side. We always kind of, even underage, you know, you're going to play in teams like Cork and Limerick, and you're kind of like, Jeez, these fellas are twice the size of me. Like, but even out there today, Joe, sure, like you, Maxi, I suppose you can always pick him out. He's the biggest man of all time in Kerry, nearly. And um, but physically, we're definitely stepping up to the plate a lot more. And I suppose Alan, that's down to Alan Duggan as well. He's doing serious strength and conditioning work with us. And um, yeah, it is Joe. You're paying me not feeling the hits as much out there, Jan. We're probably putting in bigger hits as well. So. You go into this year's league with a bit of expectation. Um, is that something you're relishing? The fact that you know the hurling people here in Kerry, they're 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 holding you to that standard now, where they're expecting you to go and and to win the league this year. Yeah, look, we probably know ourselves that we should go and win the league as well this year because John, we we're obviously disappointed last year coming out no silverware. We probably that day up in Westmeath, we probably left it behind us. John, we played a lot of the game with fourteen men, and we still rightly put it up to them until the last five minutes they just pulled away so look we'll have obviously big expectations on ourselves but look we, we'll enjoy that as well John. we know how good we are where we stand and what we should achieve at the end of the day and we'll strive for that yeah, and as well like going into games where you'll be able to dictate the ball you know you've played Cork and Limerick now where obviously you probably have to have more of a defensive mindset going into it and obviously you know playing uh, as the underdog in those games it's a different style it's a different mindset and going into a game now in the league where you're expected to win it going in with a different mentality and trying to dictate the ball as well it's something that you'd probably enjoy considering that it's been two really tough games now and then the Munster Harden League uh, yeah look obviously it's tough playing against the Cox and Limerick and stuff because you're going to have that split second on the ball to make a decision and if it's the wrong decision there's nearly certainly a point against you if not a goal depending on where you are in the field but look then again look the National League the Division 2 is it's going to be competitive as well you've Derry who are just up they're going to be looking to make an impression on everyone 
and then you've awfully I think are just down so they're obviously going to be champing at the bit to go back up so look on any given day nearly any team can beat anyone but obviously the experience that we've picked up now these two games we'll be hoping that it'll uh, get us over the line and when it comes down to the last job the Milton pot in the last few minutes that we'll have the composure as well to maybe just pull away from teams and all that crack those away trips I suppose can be difficult logistically for guys you know having to organise time off work yeah. and stuff like that um, but they're good I imagine for team morale like you know you're going to travel away to Derry now for the first game and like even the younger guys in the squad then as well you know it's good for everyone to kind of mix together and get to know each other I imagine yeah look I suppose you're looking at the trip to Derry and it's like six hours up and down the bus geez, it's absolutely sickening but then again John, when you're on the bus John, time maybe passes a bit quicker John. you're playing cards just chatting away playing music whatever John. it is just it's just like a mini bonding session probably in a, a different kind of situation but you know fellas are getting friendlier with each other and all that but I don't think that's a problem anyway really John. fellas are friendly with each other John. we've been together now last to build the panel it's, it's been a fairly similar panel to last year but more added on to it and sure to, for no one's upset about new people coming in and all that John. it's a fairly tight knit group so it, um, it is a good opportunity as well though for younger fellas to John, get the experience of uh, away days and all that crack so as well, I imagine it'll probably maybe strike you throughout the league that obviously you know with the captain tag, but it's not too long ago that you were one of the newer players in the squad and you know you were the rookie in the team, and now you're going to be one of the guys that's welcoming the rookies into the group. You know that kind of way. Like it's 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 mental how quickly that time frame has gone. Now you're you're one of the leaders in the group, obviously as captain. Yeah, it is weird. All right, John. I, I never really. I didn't think much of it to be honest at the time John it is, but it's something you just get used to really John it's like at, obviously it started the year when I was told I'd be captain I was like oh it's odd old experience now John how will I fare out but look it is, you just settle into it really you just kind of mould into the position and um, just take it in your stride Have you set any uh, personal targets within the overall team objective for the season? Um, look obviously I'm out with an injury at the moment so just hoping to get back and work my way back onto the team and Maybe just, I don't know, just have a bigger impact on games and just help the boys as best way I can. Absolutely. Well, look, Gavin, the very best luck for the rest of the year. Thanks Cheers, for thanks. Cheers. Yeah, great to chat to Gavin. He may have won two championships and is the Kerry captain, but he didn't go home with a medal that day in 2012. So uh, make your own minds up as to who the real winner is there. Uh, it only took me three episodes to mention it as well. And to be honest, some people are probably surprised it took that long. Uh, but yeah, Gavin um, is... He's, uh, very down to lad you know and I think that comes across as well and he's I think he was only 23 over the weekend as far as I know uh, so he is young to be a captain um, but I don't think it'll phase him too much um, and you know there's there's all different styles of captains and like he's going to learn throughout the year what style of captain he is and I'm sure as well he'll be itching to get back on the pitch because from reading Paul O'Connell's book when he was the captain it, it, he just hated it when he was injured and he was the captain you know um, and I'm sure that uh, look uh, not to put pressure on the guy obviously not but uh, uh, he'll, he'll want to get back on the pitch because it'll just make life a bit easier for him when he's able to to, to be on the pitch uh, as captain rather than, than watching on so uh, hopefully his recovery goes well and uh, he's back in 
the uh, green and gold jersey as soon as possible right that's all for the show today I'm going to put together a league preview over the next week or so uh, hopefully I get a few different voices involved in that one uh, until then I'll be on the bigger bench of Corks Red FM where I think hopefully I'll be speaking to Patrick Horgan uh, I'll have a chat with uh, champion jockey Paul Townen coming up on Saturday uh, so you can tune into that um, if you wish to do so uh, please get involved by contacting us on on all platforms if you have any queries you want to raise and uh, thanks again for listening to episode 3 of the Kerry Hurling Show